friggin' motivators, what's going down? It's a Monday evening. A little bit of clouds rolling in, trying to conceal that sun as it blesses the earth with its last rays penetrating, touching down on the Pennsylvania or friggin' ground streets on your face as you drive home from work. As you as we end our day on this 30th day of July 2018, the year of our Lord. Listen, my friends, I got some things to talk about here on my quick commute home. In case you haven't noticed, a lot of these podcasts, that's when they occur. You know, I'd like to plan it out and friggin' write notes and outlines and shit and have guests and maybe I'll start doing that. I really would like to because I have the most interesting people in my life imaginable. I mean, holy shit. Patient today, she's friggin', she's a hoot. She used to be a semi-professional wrestler. I'm talking about WWE, WWF, whatever the hell you call it, TNA. And she's this little girl, woman, very nice, very smart, but it's evident that she's you know, tangled, had a couple, uh, T, uh, uh, chokehold slams, choke slams in her day, for again, uh, DDTs, and maybe a couple chops to the chest, maybe a little bit of a slingshot into the ropes, friggin' coming off the top ropes, flying elbow, shit like that, I mean, she's, she's, delivered and been on the receiving end from some friggin' abuse in that professional wrestling ring. And she's a, she's a huge fan. It's very interesting to meet somebody like this. Very unassuming. Well, I bring her up because I said, hey, you know, too bad about this guy. Um, what the fuck's his name? Lawler. Brian Lawler just passed today at an untimely end, but another wrestler as well, Nikolai Volkov from the 80s, right? He passed away. I think he was 70 or something. So listen, we all know that these professional wrestlers, they're big, they abuse their bodies, they probably abuse steroids and other drugs. It's a rough life, rough lifestyle, going from town to town, slamming your body and other people's body to the friggin' mat, right? Delivering a people's elbow, all that shit. Um, and so she apparently used to refer to Nikolai Volkov in her wrestling days as her grandpa because he would come in the, the semi pro locker room and get everybody pumped up and give them little massages and stuff like that, get the wrestlers riled up to go out there and, and do a good job. I just think that that's pretty cool. So, rest in peace, Nikolai Volkov and Brian Lawler. Uh, thank you for entertaining us and repeatedly throwing yourselves to the ground uh, and amusing us. <laughs> Merely for our amusement, you know? Thank you for what you did. That's friggin' interesting, man. You guys know anybody who used to friggin' hang out in locker rooms at Nikolai Volkov? I didn't think so. So, 
Let's talk tonight. I'd like to address the reality that my family has just returned. My wife and two children just returned from uh, Michigan. They were out there with Mandy's aunt and uncle over the past week, spoiling them, living in a beautiful home on a lake, some uh, cove that has access to Lake, the wider Lake Michigan. They live in like a smaller lake, beautiful. They're jet skiing. They're pulling each other from behind pontoon boats on rafts, uh, tubing, right? Swimming down the beach, doing dune buggy rides on these dunes. Apparently there's dunes on Lake Michigan. It's all, you know, it's all news to me. It's a town had Dutch influence, so they got me a pair of wooden shoes, like those Dutch handmade shoes. They're friggin' awesome. They're gigantic. And I'm either going to keep them with their natural wood finish or I'm going to trick them out in some way. But the point is, it sucked being home without them. I was home. I chose to stay behind because I needed to be at the office. The office has been quite busy lately. So I needed to earn, bring home the bacon, so to speak. I felt a, a calling to do that since we already had our week of vacation. Now, I also needed to watch the dogs. We've got two chocolate labs that are, you know, the light of our lives. They're just, love them so dearly. Our oldest girl, she's 12, Junebug, Kimora, Kimora June, Junus. Junus Iscariot, variety of names we she goes by, but she's awesome. She's getting old and slow and pants all day and craps herself sometimes, and so we couldn't, in good conscience, leave her in anyone else's care. It would be quite a burden to give them. Um, I stayed behind, and I had this. I knew it was going to suck. I knew that I was going to see text messages and Facebook postings of all the cool stuff that they did and I would be jealous that I was not enjoying these experiences with my family and I was I tried to stay busy I had this huge list of all the lofty goals for the week I'm going to work on a mudroom closet and I'm going to scrub a dub the floor and I'm going to play the ukulele and carve wood and write, meditate walk and otherwise, just get my shit in gear. Just get riled up. You know, get motivated for, you know, to improve myself in every way. Work on some podcasts. And a fraction of that got done. It's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know? A, I was a little bit miffed and jealous and resentful that I was not with my family and that they were having such a great time while I had to be home working. And. I don't know. I just I was paralyzed without them. I was lonely. Loneliness is a bitch. There's a lot of people out there that don't have families, or that have lost family members. I mean, it's a it's a very special world that we live in. If we're if we have healthy family, a healthy family that's growing, it's there's nothing better than that, man. All these little annoyances that, you know, it's things that sometimes get on your nerves that you experience during the year with, you know, kind of kids bickering, fighting among themselves, dogs <laughs> farting, running around, taking your knees out, 
wife barking at you about the shit she wants you to do or commitments that we have when you just want to sit on the couch with a cup of coffee and your dogs. All those things are special. They're a pleasure. And hereafter, I've got some perspective now that you know, I don't want to be away from them. They're my people. They're my pack. And so here it was me and the two dogs sitting on the couch strumming a ukulele wishing that, you know, looking at text messages, getting a play-by-play from my family out on riding around in the sun on Lake Michigan. It just didn't seem right, us not being together. They seemed to have an awesome time, and I'm so happy that they were able to get out there and have this experience. And without me, it was, I think, it provided some perspective, because when it comes to all that outdoor adventure shit, that's my forte. I've done a lot of it before, and I love it, I remember it, and I would like to share it with them, but that they experience it on their own, I think has value, and they also set the stage for me going out there next summer, and we're going to have a freaking ball, right, so, but anyway, that's my point, people are interesting, they're everywhere, Talked to a Vietnam veteran today who's telling me about his experiences back in the day. Talked to a girl who's a professional wrestler who knew Nikolai Volkov. Thought he was her grandma. Or referred to him as her grandpa. Um, people from all walks of life are out there. I'm fortunate that I interact with them. Such a dis- disparate, such a varied group by virtue of being in healthcare. But you know, sometimes I guess in, in different capacities we, we have our you're out there in the world or the workforce or whatever. You experience those things. But sometimes folks New text message from Bernard. Sometimes <clears throat> some people don't have the luxury of dealing with these most interesting people. They probably pass them by, they walk by them every day. And don't get to share a conversation or to get to know them better hear these interesting stories I think part of the magic is that I'll ask about it I'm intrigued I, I want I'm eager to tell stories and hear them and I think that our stories are everything our experiences that we can share that these are some of the be- most beautiful things in the world you know I'm getting really riled up at this point about the next experience with my family. It's like I've had some great times in my life and I've done some things, but there's so much more for me to do. And I want to do it, but I want to do, I want to get out there with my folks, with my people, and remember these occasions forever. And so there will be no more phony Irish whiskey and there'll be no more Swedish meatballs there Tootsie and there'll be more, no more cockamamie cigar smoke and there'll be no more goddamn jerky beef what's that what's that a quote from hell yeah trading places Dan Aykroyd Eddie Murphy there'll be no more leaving me behind for these good times. I don't give a shit. I got to prepare, set myself up for 
uh, and my patients, prepare them physically and mentally, then I'm going to be stepping away a couple times a year and having these, going on these adventures, having these experiences and chronicling them in various ways. I will not be left behind. I'm going to fucking strut down the street in my damn wooden Dutch boy shoes with the points on them. And if you give me any lip, I'm going to bury one in your butthole. And friggin' pull my fanny pack off and choke your ass with it if you mess with me. I'm just bullshitting. I mean you no harm, but don't fucking Don't ever make the mistake, okay? Or crossing the old Dr. Drill. Love and respect. Treasure your family. Enjoy that perspective of time shared with them and experiences had and adventures enjoyed. We got a month left in the summertime here. Less than a month. We count that the kids are going to school, back to school in late August. So we need to get cracking. It's a friggin' race. Let's squeeze as much fun as we possibly can into the next month. Kick ass and take names.